Welcome to the Same Boat Huddle. I am Erin Miller, your host, and today I want to talk with you about um, understanding that the answers that we are always looking for are right inside us. So if you are a woman, a mother, a business owner, anyone who is going through life right now feeling a little lost, isolated, overwhelmed, fearful, confused. I feel like this is a really good space for you. And the reason I created it is that I want to validate for you that you are not alone and that we are all in the same boat. And I want to share with you all the tips and tricks and uh, things that I've come across in my journey uh, to help me come to a space of realizing that you can live in alignment You can be happy, you can find joy, you can function with some anxiety, uh, and that life is good, and there is absolutely a way to do that in the thickness of motherhood. You do not have to wait. I read an article recently that you have to wait until you're 40 to enjoy your life again, and I think that's complete BS. I'm calling out on that. So uh, I am so happy that you're here and listening and hope that um, I can touch at least one of you to feel encouraged and hopeful that uh, life absolutely can be good and um, it does not have to be overwhelming. So uh, again, what I want to focus on today is figuring out how to find the answers we're looking for in life. And, you know, in thinking about this, I think it actually really ties back very closely with episode two. So if you listen to episode two, it was talking about my journey through photography, uh, reconnecting with my intuition and realizing that creativity uh, is really connected to, to our intuition. And that's why I feel like children are so intuitive because they are these little people who are just so creative and we lose it in our adulthood. So I talked a little bit about this in episode two, but I kind of want to elaborate on it, uh, in this episode that, uh, you know, anything we do in life and I'm, I'm talking from a space of this is me and I'm learning to not be like this. So please understand. I'm not talking at you. Like I have this stuff figured out. I'm just like, I'm almost my MO is when I'm dealing with a really heavy life problem. I try and find the answer of what to do everywhere. Like I talk to everybody. Um, it's specific, not everybody, but like the important people in my life ad nauseum. Like it's not just one conversation. I literally turn them away from me. They're like, you have to just do this. <laughs> like just do it. Um, so I'll talk a little more about maybe some examples of that, but I, I feel that we are of a society that just, we just do not trust ourselves. We don't trust our gut. We don't listen to our intuition. And instead we're looking for everything external to support any type of decision we feel like we need to make. So I I feel like I could go into a lot of different examples here, but let's talk about how we all have phones, right? I think everybody has a smartphone right now. I know there are a few people who don't, but we know that most of us function in this way. Think about all the apps there are. You want to lose weight. You want to have an organized to-do list. You want to keep track of your menstrual cycle, emails, everything. Like there's, there's an app for that. And it's amazing to me. And again, I am victim to it too, that you think like, oh, you know, maybe I need to lose weight. And instead of going inside to figure out, okay, what is going on? What does my body need? Like, what am I not listening to that it needs? We go out of our body and download 18 
diet apps or, you know, nutrition trackers and couch to 5k or, you know, like figuring out how to run, whatever. And set, and then we go through it all and we're unsuccessful. We try this app for a week and we're super good with it. And then we're unsuccessful. And then we, we try this exercise for a little while and then we're unsuccessful and we're constantly looking on the outside to find something to help us fix ourselves. And it's the same with any type of, um, gosh, I feel like I see it. I I'm sure so many people can agree that I see it on forums all the time too, especially mom forums, you know, the posts of like, and this is totally exaggerating and a little bit of a mockery and I'm, and I'm not doing it to be disrespectful, but more just making the point that you see mothers they'll post in a mom group of, um, my, my son has had a fever of 105 for 12 hours now. And I've been, um, giving Advil and Tylenol and it's still not going down. Do you think I should take him to the hospital? And it's like, yes, you should. And it's, it's this tug of war between the ego and your intuition that you know that a mom that what's again, this is not a real example. It's exaggerated to make the point that as mothers, we know what our gut is telling us and we're, we become fearful because of the ego is telling you you're wrong. People are going to think that you're crazy. You're going to be that mom that's always taking her kid to the hospital. Your kid's going to get traumatized or other fear of like, if I go, they're going to tell me that they're dying or have cancer, like something awful, you know? So we're constantly ignoring our intuition and looking to other people to tell us what to do. We're looking for, so, you know, and then you see 50 comments of every single mother saying, go to the hospital now, go, go, go. And then they'll be like, um, okay, I'll wait it out another five hours and then maybe I'll go. And it's just so interesting to me that, that, that is what we've become, that we're constantly looking on the outside of figuring out what, to do and telling us what to do. And I, I shared in my episode one, a little bit of my story, um, and how I left my counseling position. And there were two weeks that I went back to work after my maternity leave before I left indefinitely. And, um, it was, I knew in my gut, it's time to go. It's time to go. Just tell them, like rip it off like a bandaid. And I could not be okay with that conclusion because it was scary AF. You know what I mean? To, to understand that I worked eight years for this degree, got a job that a million people applied for and not only ended up with one of the positions, but two different story. (laughs) I was sitting there a year and a half later going, I don't want to be here. I am not supposed to be here. And you don't, the repercussions of coming to that conclusion were terrifying of, you know, is this going to be put in the papers is are you know, am I going to lose all of my friendships? Like what comes after this? Because I don't know what that looks like. And that feels super scary. And since I was so terrified of all of that, of the ego and the fear, I, there was one particular coworker, she's listening to this. She knows who she is. She was a godsend. And, um, I'm sure that she still, um, shivers in thought of this time. (laughs) I talked to her nonstop of what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Talking out the pros and cons. And it just got to a point of like, Aaron, 
you have to make your own decision. Like, I can't tell you what to do. This is too much. I can't talk about it anymore. Like you've talked, you've said everything you can possibly say. And again, it was me trying to push off what my intuition was telling me. And I feel like that is what we do as a society. So fast forward to when I first became a mother, there's a story I want to share. And I actually share this with every single, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there's several that I miss, but I try to remember to tell this to all of the new mothers I I meet through my photography. I do in-home newborn documentary type of photography. And it's overwhelming becoming a new mom. And you can see every single new mother that I walk into, there's a stress that is there. It just is. It's part of becoming a mom. It's biological. And, um, I had it too. And so there was a day that I was a new mother. My daughter was probably days old. I was nursing successfully, but it's still, you're left with a lot of questions. So anyone who has nursed their babies. And not, I mean, any t- anyone who has fed a baby, <laughs> it's very difficult to figure out um, the schedule and sleeping and keeping them awake long enough and when are they actually full and all that. So I was having one of those moments where my daughter's days and nights were mixed up and the nurse had told me to wake her and feed her every so often or whatever and to be sure to get her switched back, whatever it was. And um, I remember I was sitting on the couch and I was like, I was crying and, I'm, and I, to this day, I literally don't even understand. I don't remember what the problem was, it, but it was around feeding. And I called my mom crying and I'm like, mom. And she was, she was a lactation or a, a lack a milk. I don't know, whatever, not a consultant, but one, one of those people, she knew a lot about breastfeeding. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I call her crying and I'm like, I don't know. Should I, should I do the right side or the left side? Should I wait another hour? Like just word vomit of whatever the heck was going on. And I, I think there was a point where she was trying to like rationalize with me, like, okay, um, like trying to get a word in edgewise, like, why don't you, uh, wait, uh, and all of a sudden she stopped me and she goes, Erin, yes, all you have to do is love that baby. And I was like, I kind of just like, it jolted me out of my chaotic thoughts. And she goes, all you have to do is love that baby and the rest will come. And I sat with that and like, and if you hear that and not really think about it, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, of course I love my kid. But if you really sit with that statement, all you have to do is love and the rest will come. How powerful is that statement? I have lived, my mom, I actually, it's so ironic with, I'm an emotional person doing podcasts, aren't I? Um, I shared that with my mom the other day for her because she's going through stuff and told her, all you have to do is love that baby. And it was amazing to have the, the turnaround to remind her and jolt her out of something, um, to understand how powerful that statement is. So while I share this with my new moms, um, I think it's important to understand it as a way of how to live life that to understand that, you know, raising a baby, raising a child, Um, it's hard and you're constantly stuck with societal standards and expectations and norms and your ego and the shoulds and should nots and all of that craziness, which is might be why you've been led to this podcast. Um, that when you come, when you really shed all of those layers, when you peel them all back, 
what is left is love and love will lead you to what you need to do. So I, it's hard to do. You have to really lean into it and turn your brain off. It's not about your brain. You don't have, it's not something to think about. It's not something like, okay, brain, just love, just love. And I'll figure this out. Okay. I still don't have the answer. It's not, it's about getting out of your head and into your heart and to understand that, okay, if I just sit here and hold this baby and love her, she'll tell me what she needs. I will know what she needs because I am working through love. So that's what I feel is one of the most powerful ways to get back to understanding what you need to come back to love in all situations. If you want to lose weight, come back to loving yourself. Just love, lean into it, and you will know what you need. Do you need more sleep? Do you need more water? Do you just need more lettuce or spinach or whatever? Do you need to just walk instead of doing crazy workouts? Like what do what do you need? And love will tell you. If you're in a situation of um, conflict with people, we all have weak moments. You know, we all have mistakes. We all say things we don't want to say, but you just come back to love. And if you have love in, in you, you don't have to fight and look in the outside to figure out the answer. You don't. You don't need that app. You don't need to have conversations with other people to have them tell you what, what you already know that you need to do. You're talking to people out of fear. You're downloading all of those apps out of fear because you are afraid to listen to yourself. Stop fighting with yourself. You have to stop fighting with yourself. You know what you need. You know if you need more help around the house. You know if you need more time to exercise and have time to yourself and to walk, go for a walk by yourself without kids. You know all of those things. You're just scared to say it out loud. Speak up for yourself through love, not anger, not resentment, not frustration, not out of conflict. All you have to do is love that baby and the rest will come. So that is my challenge for you is to try and work something out through love. What are you dealing with right now? That is there something that you need to decide? Are you going through something where you need to make um, a decision about your health? Do you need to make a decision about your children's school or possibly addressing an issue that your child's going through developmentally, whether it's physically, socially, whatever? Are you, um, I'm sure in another episode, I will talk to you about my house, my house uh, woes. Is there something going on within your environment, your house, your home, um, buying another house, selling a house, moving to another state? Any of, think of any challenge. It could be super small. It could be something in the schedule of your day that doesn't feel right. And you, you've been feeling, I kind of need that change. What is going on in your life right now that you need to address? Is it a person? Is it a thing? Is it a person, place, or thing? go that way. <laughs> Do it like this. And I want you to go pick one thing. Don't, don't try and change your life. It's all about baby steps. You don't have to listen to the end of this podcast and be like, all right, and go and change your whole life. Baby steps, small action steps, create massive joy. Pick one small thing, address it with love and not in your head. Get out of your head. It is in your heart. Go do that and watch magic happen.
I'd love to hear from any of you. Tell me any experiences that you have with this. That would be so cool. My email is Erin at ejoicephotography.com. I'd also love for any of you to join my free Facebook community group, Same Boat Huddle. So it's just facebook.com slash groups slash Same Boat Huddle. Please answer some of the questions. There's like two super easy questions to join the group so I know who you are um, and that you're not just some some person trying to, to join our community. I'd love to have you there. I'm live in that group at least once a week. It's super active with amazing women uh, just like you. And again, we are a, we are all in the same boat. We're all doing this together. We are not isolated. We are not alone. So take advantage. I'd love to see you there. And until next time, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.